We don't do that here. Hello, before we get started, I wanted to let you know we're going to be trying a new format uh, go going forward. So what I'm going to try to do is to cut the pieces into relevant blocks, right? So we're going to have the review block coming up right now. Uh, later in the week, we'll have the 298 previews or the previews for that weekend. And then the following weekend, we'll have the review for that card released as well, right? So it's a little bit more timely and, uh, you know, released in more digestible pieces. So just uh, something to keep your eye on throughout the uh, the next two weeks. Well, the back together. Let's the, go. Yep. The boys are back in town. We've, we're back, all three. The, the collective. <laughs> the ultimate fucking casuals are reunited once again to, to talk about a pretty light review block, but some pretty cool stuff coming up. So, um, I don't think there's anything news or noteworthy, as we just said. So, let's get right into the review block from January 28th to February 10th. Uh, there was a one Friday Fights card. I remember the little bit that I did see was pretty fun, but um, I don't know if there's anything really worth going back for. Uh, however, the Fight Night card on the 3rd, headlined by Imavov and Dolids. This one was actually, there's a lot of good ones on this. Uh, starting from the bottom here, Molly McCann gets a win over uh, Diana Belbita. Um, I don't know how I feel about this Molly McCann because uh, it was a good win, yes. But uh, Belbita's a, uh, we'll say an RJ kind of uh, fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so I kind of don't know if I agree with uh, you getting the dub here, but still. It looked alright, and from what they were saying, she was moving down to straw weight, so... <laughs> Uh, moving up, Gilbert Urbina stops uh, Charles Radke in the in the first. That was a good one. Oh man, I'm gonna mess this one. Alyaskab Kizriev. There's a medical stoppage. Uh, somebody got their eye poked, and like it. It was a, a corneal scratch or something like that, and it made their uh, eyelid not function. It's pretty rough. Mahmoud Muradov was the opponent there. Ooh, Natalia Silva, ranked ninth versus uh, Viviani Araujo, ranked seventh at flyweight. Um, that was a UD for Silva. Super quick hands and feet, so it was great. It's cool to see a really like a, a enthusiastic, I'll say, kind of uh, performance. Mm-hmm. Very excitable young lady, so that was pretty cool. Uh, did Randy Brown stops Muslim Salikov in the first? Any? Did you see this fucking peach of a one-one-two? I don't know. I've seen either. I think I remember. Yes, yes, I did see this. This was pretty slick. Yeah, that's and a- I mean, 
go ahead. Well, one of the knockouts for like a follow-up shot not needed, but <laughs> delivered yeah. anyway. Right. Uh, kind of towers over him for really no reason. It, even still, that size disparity was pretty wild. Yeah. Well, I guess Herb was like a mile away when he got knocked down. So, you know, yeah. at the same, you know, you don't blame the fighter at all. Oh, wasn't Herb who was reffing it. was some other guy, but he was, I don't know, taking a sweet time. Mike Smith, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Drew Dober drops one to Renato Moicano. Uh, I thought they got three close up there. It's a close one. Uh, Dober ranked 15th, uh, Moicano 13th at lightweight. Oh, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I think that Dober did enough to win the second and probably the third. But I suppose if you're... The first one was clearly Moicano's round. It wasn't... That wasn't questionable, but... I don't know. I I don't know if I agree with it, but still. That's why I'm a casual, not a judge. Uh, (laughs) Moicano did mention... At his uh, in the little post-fight interview, that his dad is 62, just had a new kid. Gross. That man's got some parents, man. Yeah, I guess so. And oh. la- lastly, Imavov gets a majority decision question mark over Roman Delete's 11th and 8th at middleweight. Uh, is Majority is one of them had it a draw. I don't know. Is that accurate? I don't think it is. I thought the fight was on the closer side. I don't think Delete say won, but I don't know. How did they even get to a draw? I don't remember the actual scorecard. It might have been because he, he had a point deduction. Yeah, might right. Have been that. that had to oh, be. Oh, yeah. So if, if he had Delete say winning and then he deducted a point from them. That would make sense. Uh, Imavov had the point directed. Or, or I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, so yeah, he had. I'm sorry, he had uh, Imanov winning. It was one of those weird situations where his hand was down. Was it down? Was it not? It didn't look like it was. It didn't look like he had weight on it, which I think is the new rule about that. So. What's weird is that different states have different rules of what qualifies as a grounded opponent. So, like, Vegas recently changed their thing to, I think, you need to be weight-bearing. So if your fingers are touching the ground, that's not enough, which was, I think, this case. You have to have your palms all the way on the ground. But there are other states that say both your hands need to be on the ground or just having your hand on the ground is enough. And so it's kind of a... It's a weird, it's a weird um, situation where like it seems like the ref didn't know the rules. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, but three points of contact. I'm also like two feet and a hand or something. I think. There, yeah, some places have just that. Yeah, I think that's the most common one. From I think that's in the unified rules as well. That one. I, think. I know that the Association of Commissions yeah, or whatever it is, they're trying to yeah. amend the rules for both boxing and MMA. I well, MMA does have it. There is a standard set of rules, but not every commission uses it. So you still have some commissions that just basically build their own set of rules instead of using the standard one. Yeah, yeah. So since they were fighting in Vegas, they were under Vegas's like yeah. jurisdiction. 
I think New York used the global ones because didn't they come up with it? Bob Bennett and all them, didn't they come up with like the standard? I think so. I imagine they did. Yeah, he's, he's, he's decent. He knows what he's doing. I just remember reading that the rule, the, the association of commissions is trying to change to uh, weight bearing on the hand. Or for the three points of contact, they have to be weight bearing points of contact. I don't know. Hard to prove that. But right. Yeah. It's it all. It's going to come down to replays yeah. to really make that determination. But still, uh, it was still an entertaining fight. Uh, I thought Dalidze really slow when he wanted to slow shit down, which unfortunately was often. Uh, <laughs> he, he had good control, but when they went when they were just standing up, um, Imavov was like too fast and too sharp. But otherwise. <sighs> Uh, ground game was clearly Dolidze's in his favor. He had more uh, submission attempts and everything. Um, That's a big surprise, really, for him. Mm-hmm. Who was the guy that threw the suplex? He suplexed this dude. I think it was uh, Dober. Johnny Walker, was it? Usually uh, Johnny Walker's definitely suplexed some people before. Yeah. On this uh, one, I think it was Drew Dober. He suplexed Moicano. Yeah, it was Drew Dober. That sounds about right. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Dober's a tank, man. Yeah. He is He is a rip dude. How is he uh, ranked 15th then? Like, um, That's what I'm not... Well, he's, he's sort of like, you know, perennial gatekeeper. So, I mean, I like, physically, you know, he's physically, you know, got the goods, but he's not, pause, uh, <laughs> he, uh, but technique-wise, uh, he's not really shown a, uh, a higher level to his game. So, you know, he, a lot of times he just gets outclassed and worn down. It's also a pretty heavy, top-heavy division here. Hmm. Bobby Green's ahead of him. Uh, uh, on an unrelated note, just back to the whole uh, grounded opponent thing, I was watching some like old like Don Fry highlights, and he was in a fight where he was on the ground and his opponent just kneed him straight to the head when he had all fours down. And I mean, yeah, like, he's, he's I'm, got some gnarly ones. I'm not opposed to bringing that back. That was really cool as shit to see him survive that and somehow get back up to his feet. After taking a knee to the noggin, that sounds like it would hurt <laughs> a lot. Oh yeah, it would be it would be devastating. Oh. Um. So Imavov wins middleweight. Duplessis the champion now. Uh, there is one more middleweight fight to talk about, but and some coming up. But where does Imavov go from here? Well, well they they will they've moved him up to eight already. It looks like looks like he just switched places. We well, didn't switch places. The lead say, but he jumped him. Yeah. Um. They were initially kind of. I mean, they kind of gave him Strickland because they were trying to fast track him to a, you know, a top top five position. So, um, he could be in a position to challenge someone like Marvin Vittori next or like a Jared Cannonier. Yeah. Fun. Vittori's coming up 
pretty soon. All right, moving along. Another Fight Night card on the 10th. Now, Rodolfo Vieira submits Armin Petrosian in the first. I don't remember it very much. Sorry to say. Michael Johnson gets the decision over Darius Flowers. If I recall this one, um, Darius is the the more up-and-coming in the UFC ranks guy, whereas Michael Johnson is a bit of... He's like one of those maybe not... Uh, not a ranked contender, but he's one of those like always on the cusp of the rankings kind of guy. At least that's what they were describing him as, him as and I can see why. Oh, Brad Tavares. Did I get this one wrong? I, I have, think I have this one he, written wrong. He got he got KO'd. Yeah, uh, Gregory Rodriguez stops Brad Tavares in the third. Uh, this one was great. Tavares came out quick. I think there was a bit of an age difference where Tavares is on the younger side. Rodriguez is on the more, we'll say, experienced side. And that clearly showed uh, Rodriguez pulled him into the deep waters and Tavares couldn't hang. So, not sure where Tavares goes from there. But it was a very exciting fight, so that's he should still be in the mix on these fight night cards. For sure. Ihor uh, Potieria. UD over Robert Brychek. Um They were saying Brychek was making his UFC debut. Potieria came in on a really short notice, I think less than a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. I missed that. And, yep, uh, he gave him the beans. Obviously, you should get him on like by Like, if you lose that fight, if you're coming on like less than two weeks, no, it doesn't, even less than a month, no, I think you should, it shouldn't really count, to be honest, on your record. I agree completely. But it, it, but it should count on your pay scale record. So like, <laughs> it should count as well as the increments towards like your next ten and ten or whatever. Regardless of if you win or lose. Yeah, I agree completely. If you're coming in on fucking a week's you're doing notice, you're doing a favor. Yeah, yeah, you really are. And derailing your own career. Very much putting yourself at risk. He came in, I think, a pound and a half over. No fault, I think, at all. Like, man, you you off the couch. Risk of injury, everything. Yep. So good for Potieria. He uh, derails Brychek's debut. Um, I, he introduced himself as a boxer, so I was hopeful, but uh, maybe uh, maybe stick to boxing instead. Dan Ige, ranked 13th, stops Andre Feely, 14th, featherweights. These two have both been around for a long time, though. Yeah, this was kind of these next two fights are sort of like battle of the the gatekeepers here. Um, but Ige, clearly the one who wanted to hold on to his spot more, and probably a first knockout of the year contender. Yeah, it was a good. I think uh, that Randy Brown one was also could also be a yeah for sure consideration. This was. This was a one-punch knockout, I think. 
Oh my fuck. Yeah, it was. He just got bombed out. And first, there's always this thing that I try to hold on to, like first round knockouts in boxing. Typically, I try to avoid uh, be drunk in the moment. Yes, but mm, yeah. try not to let that sway your thinking too much about about what's what. Where with MMA, I think it's a little different just because the round's a little longer. So if it comes later in the round, you do get a bit of time to see what how they how they look. Or yeah, what, and there's, what was on the table. There's also the sudden death aspect of MMA where in boxing, even if you get knocked down in the first round, you could still like, you know, have a 10 seconds to get back up and, you know, maybe survive. But like in, in MMA, you get caught at any moment. Like it could be over just like that. Yeah. And if you don't have the wherewithal like uh, Dalidze did to make it fucking grimy to get yourself the recovery time. Jack Hermanson, ranked 10th at middleweight, beats Joe Pfeiffer, who is not ranked. I just, uh, I don't understand. Maybe Hermanson punches even harder than Joe Pfeiffer. Maybe that's why he, why he won. You know what I mean? That's the, that's all, all we were hearing about Joe Pfeiffer. This whole lead up was he's hitting harder than Francis Mangano. He's, he's shattered the power cube record, but I don't know. Maybe the power cube really doesn't determine who wins fights. I don't know about you guys. Blasphemy. Of course it does. Pfeiffer, I had hopes he was one of those, like, uh, everyman types. So it, it was a pretty cool story. As much as I like to throw the joke that he just repeats ad nauseum that he came from nothing. Still, he came from nothing and here you are. Like this is great to see. Love to see it. Uh, unfortunately, Hermanson had other plans. I think Pfeiffer mentioned the calf kick being critical in his loss. That he wasn't, he didn't quite prepare for it as much as he should have, if I'm not mistaken. It's that bad. It's that he didn't react as much. That he didn't respond as well. But it, you cannot have game plans for specific stuff, but. You can counter things like, you know, you can switch stances or you can, you know, start in a game more grappling exchange and things like that, but he just didn't look like whatsoever. Were the lights too bright? Because usually when a guy's fighting for a rank, like the highest I've seen is maybe Good like question. 13. And, question, maybe. and Hermanson coming in at 10, maybe that was maybe one rung on the ladder too high. Yeah, but I mean... Oh, I just Herman- Hermanson is like, he's, you know, one of these guys who's been a, you know, a gatekeeper for a long time. So it's like, you expect Pfeiffer on, if he's legit to get past this guy. Right. Especially 15 fights in and how old is he? 27? Like, you know, the fact he stumbled here, it's a, it's a fraud check for sure. Hmm. It's also his first five-rounder, if I recall. And he'd only been the distance at three rounds once, so... Maybe. He lost me me as a fan tonight, though. (laughs) Hermanson 
Yeah, it didn't look... He did seem like the gatekeeper, perennial, lower-level contender. No no frills, really. Just do, mm. what, do the job. That's all you want. That's what? Yeah, that's... An... Not what you want, is it? No, not exactly. Not what you'd hope for. Like you, you would want the more of the Piper type, who's a little bit more uh, rambunctious. As he, even if he's, even if the fight's not great, he still is uh, more excitable at the end. But what are you gonna do? Joe, Joe Piper came from nothing. Is he going back to nothing? Who knows. <laughs> Most likely. It's unfortunate because he was really fun. Um, okay. We have not had any picks since the first time. And that is Chief leading with one. Mm. Alright, there you have it. That's the review block. I'm probably going to just re release this one as is, uh, probably around the same time next week. Uh, later in this week, you'll get the uh, UFC 298 preview. And uh, it, yeah, I would very much like to hear what you think about this uh, format. So uh, if you want to text 833-LUXPODS, it's anonymous. You can opt out anytime. If you want to call, go straight to voicemail. Um, I can cut your audio in if you would like. Uh, you don't have, it doesn't have to happen though. So yep. Uh, we'll see you later this week. Uh, oh, right. Other shit. Uh, <laughs> lvxmedia.net slash MMA that's where the calendar is you can see all the events coming up I try to keep that up to date uh, I usually update it once a week so it, there's always sometimes there's fights changing sometimes I miss them if that's the case you can text me about it fucking email me about it I don't care whatever would love to hear from you either way so thanks for listening thanks for listening